Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I've helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. You're listening to episode three. Today, I wanted to do something a little different. I often get asked about my biz journey and how I got to where I am today. So I thought it would be useful to share a little bit more of the behind the scenes stuff and the big transformational moments for me over the last eight, nearly nine years. Now, I started my business when I was 25, but I didn't go all in until I was 28. Starting a business in your early to mid-20s is more common now, but when I started, it wasn't. The move made sense to me because I had been working since I was 14 years old in various jobs and various roles and capacities all around the world. I know people don't often talk about what came before quitting their nine to five. And while I don't want to bore you with my life story, I do actually think it's worth noting what led up to me quitting my day job because my corporate career had a huge impact on my business and how I've decided to run it. So you may not already know this, but I've actually been selling since I was eight years old. My dad used to sell sheep manure as fertilizer to our local community in Tasmania, Australia, which is where I'm from. I used to walk the streets of my neighborhood with a notepad and pen and knock on the doors of my neighbors and sell the manure. Now, I'm not sure if this was intentional or not, but it definitely shaped my thinking around selling, serving and running a business. So if you're listening, hopefully you are. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Because since that time, I've had really strong feelings and like values and ethics around selling that have informed everything I do in my business. But I'm going to be honest, these like values and ethics haven't always proved helpful in my nine to five roles. If I could sum up how I felt in the 11 years between starting my first job at Domino's Pizza, making Hawaiian pizzas to my last job as a marketing manager at an international volunteer organization, it would be in a conflict. Like most of you, I didn't like sitting at a desk all day. You know, I wanted the freedom to say yes to opportunities that excited me and make a large impact. And I wanted wanted to finally be rewarded for my work. But what pushed me to go all into my business was that I didn't like how businesses were operating. I didn't like how they were about profit first and serving their clients and customers second. And I definitely didn't like that my role as a communications and marketing manager was to help them do this. And it's probably worth noting here that I have qualifications in business too. I have three degrees, a bachelor degree in business management, specializing in marketing consumer behavior. I also have an arts degree specializing specializing in journalism and online media, which obviously we now call socials. And I also have a master's in international development, 
where I focused on local businesses like Ramin Bank in Bangladesh. So I had all of this like theoretical knowledge and I've had my fair share of jobs and what I learned wasn't being done in practice, not in Australia, the UK or Bangladesh or any of the other countries I had visited and lived in and I just couldn't understand why. And after a while I was so worn down by the system trying to make changes on the inside that I knew I had to go out and do my own thing. And look, I get how idealistic this sounds. I'm pretty idealistic at the best of times. And I'm also going to call out my own privilege to a degree here too. And, you know, while some of my motivations were around wanting to do good for the world, I'm going to be real here. I decided to start my own business purely for me. I wanted to escape the system and I wanted to live my life on my own terms. You know, I was done with the pointless meetings, um, you know, done writing marketing copy that instilled fear, done dealing with old white dudes and their fragile egos, you know, done with pretending that what I was selling actually helped people and to help them make the world a better place. So in 2012, I started freelancing and building up my writing portfolio. I was writing for local publications like The Age and Newsmoto on like various topics, everything from homelessness to, you know, like should you use Facebook ads. Then in 2013, I moved to Bangladesh where I trained local teams and all things communications and marketing as a part of my role in a government-run volunteer program. And at that time, I was doing a lot of international development stuff too. And when I returned to Australia in 2014, I got a full-time job because of like, well, money and volunteer work doesn't pay a lot. Um, But at the same time, I was also volunteering with other organisations. So I became the communications manager for an international development-focused blog that we later turned into a registered not-for-profit here in Australia. And I was also the regional ambassador for NetSquared, an American-based tech not-for-profit that ran local events and trainings. And I hosted different like workshops with different um, leaders and influencers in Melbourne and around Australia. So both of these volunteer roles allowed me to expand my network, hone my expertise and build my reputation, which were super important to me at the time. And it was about this time that I started becoming noticed by brands and influencers, I was being asked to consult, manage marketing projects and write million dollar grants for global brands. So I decided to go down to four days a week at work and essentially I started creating what I like to call a bridging job for myself. So within six months, I was able to quit my job and go full time in my business. For the first few years, I did writing and communication projects for corporate. So pretty much everything you can imagine under the kind of communications and marketing banner, like writing Facebook copy, strategies, trainings, documents, like everything. And it was super easy because I didn't have to do much selling or marketing because all of my clients came to me via referrals. But over time, I became exhausted by this too because I hadn't really escaped the system. I was still in it, very much in it. But I was just working from home in my PJs and even though that's amazing and you guys know I love my PJs, it just wasn't enough. So thankfully in 2017, I started getting asked to support small businesses. So I began creating my first done for you based services. 
Basically, I was taking what I was doing for large corporates and making it accessible for small businesses. Again, this work came to me via the articles I was writing and the authority I had built working with large corporates like WHO, uh, the World Bank, Ernest & Young and the Department of Education in Victoria. But I found that these projects always got delayed or stretched out for months and they didn't really know what they were selling and who they helped and they definitely weren't interested in finding out. And the focus again became pretty clear that it was all about how much money I could generate with my content. And I just didn't really want to do it anymore. I just didn't love selling their cookie cutter solutions. It was at this time I started getting asked by solopreneurs to help them start their business. They'd seen me doing it, they'd seen the success, and they wanted me to kind of help them fast track their own success. So I was helping them create like their brand personality, helping them write website copy, build their content marketing strategies, create their services, help them close sales and all of that kind of stuff. And it was here that I fell in love with business, marketing and sales again. The feeling I got from doing this work reminded me of when I was eight years old and I felt proud of what I was selling. Like I knew our manure was great fertilizer because we used it on our own garden. Customers would ring us up and ask for more bags and even buy extras for their friends. And people would stop my dad in the street to say hi and thank him for selling them manure. Thank him. Like they literally thanked him for selling them stuff. I don't like I to me it's still mind-boggling and now when I work with my clients I just I'm always blown away when they thank me because my corporate jobs my corporate clients didn't thank me at all I barely even got an email response when I sent over the final content and this memory of selling manure <laughs> it's kind of funny I'm literally selling shit selling manure made me realize that this is how sales and selling should be because I could see that we were making a real difference to people's lives. So this is why I love the work that I do now because I can support and empower individuals to go out and make the changes they want to see in the world. And one of the best ways I know how to make this happen is by helping multi-passionate business owners just like you love their business, marketing and sales. Because the system might be broken, right? But that doesn't mean we can ignore the strategies that we need to use to be seen and heard. And if you've been following my journey for a while now, and I know some of you have, and even if you're new here, you'll see pretty quickly that I don't always sound like the typical Instagram marketer. I'll never tell you that you need to be on a certain social media platform or write your sales copy in a specific way to make a sale. Yes, there are strategies, frameworks, formulas and tools that I know will help you based on research and science and my own experience. And I'll teach you these, but I'm not going to sell you plug and a plug and play framework for success because there just isn't one. You can't manufacture the connection that must take place between you and your customer or client to establish the trust like a no factor. You need to create it. And while I can help you gain financial freedom, this is the icing on the cake. And I'm here to support you to create like a freaking cake, right? Because without it, we're just encouraging people to invest in shiny objects that are worthless when used alone. And I'm just not down with that anymore. I'm just not going to do that anymore. 
So if you're thinking of selling or launching a new product or service soon, I would encourage you to save this episode and to even go download my complete framework for a successful and stress-free launch. This free guide will walk you through what you need to do to ensure your new offering is going to make an actual life-changing difference in your dream client's life. And I know that's what you want to do. That's why you're here. So to get access to the guide, head to rachelkujup.com.au successful sales to download your copy and I'll leave a link in the show notes. So thanks very much for tuning into today's episode. I hope learning a little bit more about my background and sales values has helped you see why I do what I do in my business as encourage you to maybe start loving sales and marketing as much as I do. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.